Hi, I'm Christine Barr, and welcome to You Gotta Meet Her podcast. Are you looking for a podcast that's going to help you find common ground and women telling their stories that's in a fun, outgoing, and definitely a raw way? Well, let's get real with all these women so you can find out why I say you gotta meet her. I want to give a big thank you to all of you listeners out there. You are what keep this podcast going. From our Facebook group, from the website, christinebar.com. I want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. We are now in 13 countries. What's up? We're around the world. The United States, Ireland, Australia, Germany, New Zealand, Mexico, Netherlands, Canada, United Kingdom, Colombia, Egypt, Singapore, and Puerto Rico. Thank you all for listening. And if you have a moment today, can you please go on whatever platform you're listening to and like, subscribe, and write a review. When you do this, you're allowing other people to say, hey, I'm listening and I like it. And then they can go and find it and we can start touching more hearts. We can start making more change. We can find more common ground. And there are so many people out there that are feeling alone right now that we can say, hey, come sit at my table. If you're in the Netherlands, come sit on my virtual table, girl. If you're in Egypt, what's up? (laughs) I want to hear from you. I want the reviews. I want all of that. I would appreciate it so much so that we can get this movement moving. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Welcome to You Gotta Meet Her podcast. I'm Christine Barr, and today we are talking with Jamie and Brandy. I have two people on at one time. I'm super excited. And they also have their own podcast called Texas Wine and True Crime. They're also owners of a roofing business called Casa Blanca, and they are in the Dallas uh, DFW area. I am, I don't know if you heard me like fangirl just like a little bit on here. I could not help it. They did so well. Also, I have never interviewed two people at one time, so I tried to do my research as much as possible. So it was easy listening for you, the listener, so you didn't have to really wonder who was talking (laughs) and get a very well-rounded information about their businesses. I enjoyed this so much. They're two friends that started a business and started podcasting together and they're killing it. They're doing amazing. So without me telling you everything that happens in this podcast, because sometimes I leak things in the beginning, (laughs) please meet Jamie and Brandy. All right, today we're talking with Miss Brandy and Miss Jamie. Y'all tell me a little bit about you. All right. Jamie, you going first? You want me to go first? You could go first. <laughs> I, always, I always, Christine, I am very polite. I always ask Jamie, would you like to go first? You want me? And it, she always has the same answer. So I should stop asking. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Um, okay. I, my name is Brandy. I am a mom of a remote learner, half remote learner at home, half remote somewhere else, um, which is kind of nice. I get a little bit of a break. Um, I am the chief marketing officer and partner of Casablanca Roofing and Design. So busy mom, busy business lady. And I am also the host of Texas Wine and True Crime. So yeah, have a husband, have a house, have life shit. So yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) How about you, Jamie? Tell us a little bit about you. 
Okay, so, well, yeah, my name is Jamie. That's an easy one to start out with. Um, I am the CEO and project manager of Casa Blanca Roofing and Design. So we started back uh, about five and a half years ago. Um, I'm single. Hey. <laughs> Ready to mingle. Yeah, it's funny because I'm a complete, I love being at home. <laughs> I love being at home even before COVID. I mean, I was born for the lockdown. I was like, yes, everyone else is locked up with me now. Um, so, and then I am co-host with Brandy on Texas Wine and True Crime podcast. Um, I'm a fur mom. I don't have any kids. So no crazy ex-husband or anything. I have an ex-husband. He's not crazy. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I'm pretty cool, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jamie, what is your ethnic background? Me? Yes. I'm British. hundred okay. percent. No so, accent. I, I know. But were you born in the UK? Yeah. Yeah. Born in the UK. Moved here in 86. I won't say how old I was because then that will tell you how old I am. <laughs> No, I don't care. We like to I'm keep about up. to have a birthday. I'm going to be 45 years soon. Hey. <laughs> yes. Almost halfway done with my life. Great. No. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was 10 when I moved here and I had a very strong accent and um, kids were kind of mean. They're bullies, man. And so it was like to survive and make it to sixth grade, <laughs> make to get out of fifth grade and make it to sixth grade. I was like, I got to get rid of this accent. Got to go. Got to go. Yeah. So I worked on it all summer. I'd sit in the mirror and practice like saying y'all and just like the, the I mean, it sounded completely ridiculous because I mean, it sounded like a British person trying to talk American right. at 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. No actor training or anything, you know, so it was just, it was. Anyway, it eventually disappeared, and now my family and England make fun of me, so I can't win. So yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just a different kind of mindset to have when you come over here. I know it has to be. And Brandy, tell me, what is your ethnic background? What is your race and ethnic background? Um, so I am originally from Wichita Falls, Texas. So I am a Texas-born person. <laughs> um, my dad is originally from Texas. Um, and my mom is actually from New Orleans. So my mom's side is Cajun French and my dad's side is more American Indian. So I was born in Wichita Falls and my dad was working on oil and my mom, I was her first child. And uh, yeah, so Wichita Falls, Texas. <laughs> yeah, just born and raised here. Like this is runs through your blood, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so the y'all and all that that just came natural Jamie yeah. had worked with that, and that that was all natural right so I like I know my listeners never really hear me talk with two people at the same time but I really wanted to reach out because there's two women working together and one of my questions I've always asked is how do you make friendships so how do y'all work y'all's relationship? Because you do, you work two different types of things, right? You have the podcast together, and then you have Casablanca roofing together. So how do you make that work? Are you taking one hat off and putting another hat on? Or is it, no, this is a friendship and we enjoy the banter or working together? Jamie, you want to answer that or you want me to go? Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> I mean, we were, we were friends first. So, I mean, and it, it's, you know, it's, it's just something that Brandy's strengths are my weaknesses. And then we have, and then I've got strengths that Brandy doesn't have, but then we also have a lot in common too. So it's kind of like this, I don't know, good mix. Um, there's stuff I'm sure that we don't agree on, but you know, it's like, we also understand it's like, okay, that's how she thinks and that's how she thinks. So it's like, a, you know, it's just one day at a time, to be honest. I mean, it's, and we have fun. We have fun doing what we do. And that's the most important part, I think, is that I, I love both sides of what we do. And so that keeps it interesting, like all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jamie, do you feel like because y'all work together and your friendship before, which one do you, which one do you prioritize? Mm, good question. Uh, that is a good question. I 
I'll, 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 why you think about it, I'll give you this. Cause you know, you hear about all these businesses that have a husband and wife and then they divorce. Yeah. And then it's like, do we keep the business? Do we keep working together? Even though we're not in a, a marital relationship. And I, I had a girl that came out and she was like, I don't work with my friends because they don't understand business me. So it's sure. like you, you have Brandy, you guys were friends first. So, you know, you might prioritize that outside of work, but when it filters through, it can filter, right? So how sure. do you prioritize yeah. that, Jamie? Well, I don't, it doesn't seem like we have to really. I don't know. It sounds weird to me in a way. I mean, I think sometimes they're, you know, I, I'm sure Brandy feels the same way. Like you kind of just have to be like that. This is who we are individually. Right. And then we're almost like better together, especially, especially when it comes to like the podcast, because I don't know how it would work with one without the other. I mean, I don't know if Brandy could do it by herself. I certainly couldn't sit there and do the podcast by myself. I don't like to talk that much. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, so it's like, and Brandy does. So I'm just sitting in the background, just chiming in when, when I feel like it, right. you know? And so I don't think the podcast would work if we weren't as good of friends as we are. So I don't think that that would even, just because of how we interact with each other. So I guess in that case, I would say the friendship comes first. Yeah. And then the roofing stuff is very new for Brandy. Um, but again, what she does on the roofing business side is specifically catered. Like it's what she does. She does the marketing stuff. So I take care of one side and she takes care of the other side. You like all the construction side and all of that stuff. So I we just balance each other out, I guess. So I don't know if that answers it. Yeah. So what I hear you saying is, is that you both know your strengths. So we play to our strengths. So we don't have a problem. Like it's, it's almost like the delegation of finding each other's strengths. Do you feel that way, Brandy? Yeah. So Jamie and I are very, you know, like we said, we're not, we're not in our twenties anymore. We've, we've lived life. We know who we are as women. And I think that is what kind of makes us be able to be best friends, right? On the outside of business. And then also enjoy the business side of it because we, we sort of cater to our, to our own sense of self. And Jamie knows what I'm good at. I know what Jamie's good at. We know when we're having a conversation, kind of where that's going. I would say, you know, so I think that's why our delegation of our tasks is so easy um, you know, I'm much more of a talker than Jamie. Right. And so we, I get that. And that's why I asked Jamie to be a part of the podcast was because our synergy and really in, and the, to those out there that are listening to us, this is literally the feedback we get is you guys communicate so well, mm-hmm. like your, your synergy together is so good. And I, that's, that's really how we talk to each other every day. There, there are times, right? It's business, it's stressful, things can happen. And I think we know when to just take a step back, right? It's okay if Jamie and I, you know, just need a few hours away and just to kind of process, but that there's no bad talking, there's no negative connotations. We're not into that. We like good energy. We like making, you know, prioritizing and like focusing on the end goal and not like these small little, things that people can really let their business down when they, when they start to internalize those things. And so for Jamie and I, it's more of like, here's what we need to do. Here's how we're going to get this done. Here's where we want to be. Now, how do we collectively with each other's ideas and thoughts get there? And I think our end goal is very similar. And I think that's also really what helps us kind of push, you know, push when things can get a little tough. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that because some of some of the people I've been talking with, it's women are catty or women are bitchy or women are this and women are that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's the women you're fucking with is like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, like let, that. Me, let me just say real quick. I'm not the only one drinking wine here. Jamie oh, also oh. has wine, but she hasn't taken up. Oh, 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 hey. She got a little something, something in her cup too. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I, and, I, and I think that's why I really wanted this was because- I want to showcase that we're not all catty. Like women can want other women to win. Women can also work together and it work. 
there can be healthy communication, good relationships, and also be able to go home and feel good about yourself at the end of the day. And mm -hmm. thank you so much for sharing that. And also being a good example of that. There's so many bad examples. Well, and I think that's one of the things we want to, that we wanted to share with all of your listeners really is just the idea of women supporting women. Mm -hmm. um, it's a huge problem in business. It's a huge problem. Um, I think for women in general, just to not take their own self of selfishness, I would say, and like their own feelings, we can be very, we're very sensitive creatures. You know, we, sometimes when we get our feelings hurt, we take it very personally. You know, that's something that Jamie and I have had to say, and will always continue to say is it's business, right? Mm -hmm. We can't take it personally. So when I come up with an idea or Jamie comes at me with an idea and it's opposite of what we were thinking, it's business. So you have to be able to separate those two things um, for your own, really your own success, your yeah. own ability to move forward, you know, but yeah, it is a problem. Women need to support more women out there for sure. Right. Jamie, when it comes to friendships and relationships, do you prefer someone that has good morals or someone that has good characteristics? Oh, golly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I'm going to say morals. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think at the end of the day, that's how we all were hopefully raised by our parents, right? To have good morals. Um, sure, people slip up every now and then, but there's, there's a lot, I think that's a broad thing when, when you say morals, you know, it's like, especially in business, because you don't, you don't do something, say for instance, like in roofing, you don't, the, the right thing to do is the right thing to, like for me, it's a moral thing. Like I wouldn't cut corners on a job just so that we could make, you know, extra money or something like that, right. you know, right. to me, that's more like that, that just doesn't sit right with me. Um, if we make a little less, I can walk away knowing that we did the right thing. So yeah, I think, and when it comes to people, cause I just, you know, I don't like liars. Right. I don't like cheats, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. so I don't, I mean, for me, that's, that's a moral thing. Yeah. Transparency is big for both of us being transparent to who we are and what we do in our business and in our life. Um, being open as much as we can be with people who support our businesses. Um, but I think that is the one thing about Jamie and I that people learn to trust is our transparency and the fact that we do what we say we're going to do. Um, and people appreciate that. So, and trust me, there are sometimes Brandon and I have conversations and we're like, that person was a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like. No, and we've had to walk away from things. Uh, and we're like, know. I just can't do it. I just cannot yeah. morally do yeah. something that I know is not right. We just had this happen not too long ago, literally like last week. And it was, a, it could have been a big deal. Like we could have made a lot of money and it was like. Just yeah. can't, can't do it. I don't know. Yeah. So we said, good luck. <laughs> right, right. Make sure that those other people don't screw you over. We even, we even left them with advice. We are like, watch out. <laughs> yeah, here's some free watch advice. Yeah. Yeah. Here's how to stay out of the courts. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. I, I asked so, that question because we, we, I, I really love deep diving into it because it's like, for me, like, she could be so cool and I love her and I love working with her. We work well together, but she's always late. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like I can't. I can't. It's Brandy. That's Brandy. Well, so you, know you, know what? Just, you know what? She's getting better. She's getting better though. She's getting better. Yeah. <laughs> she is. She Gosh, I, they don't yeah. text back, right? <laughs> or they, um, they chew with their mouth open. Or oh, yeah. bad driver or oh. talk on the phone their ringer on their phone is so loud and they just let it ring and it's like hit the snooze button so we don't have to all hear it but they're great at their job you know they're morally sound but their characteristics is like it's it's like it, that's a personal thing I feel like they're hitting my yeah job. see it 
Yeah, See, we don't have that right problem now. because we find ourselves very entertaining and we love who we are. So yeah. it's very hard for people. Like when Jamie, if anybody finds Jamie and I annoying, we take it very personally. Cause we're like, we're the coolest fucking bitches around. Like who would not want to hear about true crime, Texas wine, um, you know, how I feel about legalizing certain things in this country just to make yeah. everybody's life a little bit easier. Yeah, but like, just, just, our, just our general origin of who we are. Like Jamie and I are like, how can they not like us, right? <laughs> but we know we don't have to be liked by everybody. We've right. accepted that. Not everybody's gonna be our cup of tea and, and like who we are and what we have to say. But I and would that, say that is the one thing about Jamie and I is we, we stick to really who we are. Yeah. It's very hard for us to deviate any other way. We are just, we're out there and that's what you get. And, you know. Yeah, we, I don't like fake people so yeah we're like, not good you at don't that. like me we're that's fine i may not like you either but you know it's like <laughs> like you know you can't like everybody right now right mm -hmm. you know, uh, and not everybody's gonna like us so right uh Brittany, going back to your point that you were making so how do you release people from friendship if they are like, if they don't like me, that's fine. That's on them. Do they just weed themselves out? Or like, do you release people from friendship? Do you say, Hey, like, I don't, I'm breaking up with you kind of situation. Do you break up with friends? Um, so here's, here's the interesting about thing about COVID. It actually released you from having to deal yes. with and go out with people that you normally did that you're like, no, you know what? Now here is my out. I now have an out away from you. So thank you, COVID. But <laughs> I will say, I will say it's happened both ways. I would say I have been broken up with more really? from people. Yes. And here's why. And Jamie can probably attest a little bit of this. I, it's very hard to upset me. Mm -hmm. Like real hard. Right. And I will actually, I have the pay, my mom has always said, you've never met a stranger and your patience is like no one I've met. I can take a whole lot. It really takes like a whole lot to get to me. So I am very easily to forgive and mm -hmm. to let you try again. And I, and I'm able to do those things, process those types of things. Um, so because of that, I have had more people say, you know what? I can't have Brandy in my life because she's kind of a threat. Oh, and, that, and I'm not just making that up. That was literally what was said to me two or three times. Whether it had to do with men when I was already married. Yeah. Oh yeah, girl. We got, you got, like, I'm how like, long we got here today? How yeah, got tell me today? more about this. I am like, oh, all kinds of This is weird. Oh, I no, I was broken up with after a 25 year friendship. <gasps> a 25 year friendship. Yeah. Yeah, because she knew that he had a crush on me all these years, even when I got married, he did not come to my wedding. Yeah. And then funny enough, they get together. And because they got together, if I had, if I was to see him or visit him, I'm now a threat to their, their relationship. She literally cut me out of her life right when I got pregnant with my daughter. Wow. The, and I'm talking 25 invested years of friendship. So people are, yeah. I will always say people are weird. People yeah. are really fucking weird. And I don't know it goes on half the time when people, because I've never tried, I've never had, I've, I've never had an answer. I've just had to assume. And now that they're married or about to be married, I already know the answer of why. Right. And so it is weird when you are on the other side of that, like you, you know, it, it was strange. It was really strange. And she's like, I wish you nothing but the best but she never had the balls to tell me why. Right. She just stopped talking to me, unfriended all of my sisters, everyone she grew up with that was close to me and basically just took the direction away from all of us. Wow. Disconnecting herself completely. So. I wonder, hmm, that is weird. I'm wondering if that's just something that that's just, that's, that's just weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's something that had to do with her. Do you think maybe he had something to do with that too? Like, I don't want you talking to um, Well, I, you would think so, but he kept in contact with me even after oh, she did. So even her plan didn't work. She should have kept her enemy closer. What a dumbass. Like, I mean, <laughs> now I mean, he's just talking like, behind her back. What a fucking idiot. Right, like, exactly. Like, I'm like, this makes no sense. No. Literally, friendship in the trash can. 
I have not spoken to her in almost, so my daughter is seven and I was pregnant with her when this happened. So it's been seven, almost eight years. Wow. That's crazy. I've never heard a story like that. Oh. I mean, I've had friends that have unfriended me for sure. And I don't mean on Facebook. I mean, like in life. Right. Life. You know, people grow up, people grow apart. You know, yeah. part of my I think it's part of our age too. We're in our forties. Yeah. So it's, we've had, you know, our friends have been married. They've been divorced. We've had friends as couples. We've had, you know, so life changes. And I think when life changes, people change. And I think change is great. I think yeah. change is something that you should accept and not run away from. I think more people run away from change and they don't embrace it and what can come mm-hmm. for them and to them. So that is something I will say that um, change is good. And that you should accept it when, you know, when, even when bad, hurtful things happen, it's not really up to us to figure them out. I I don't like Jamie and I have always said, we're not in the business to figure people out. We don't want to know why someone picks, you know, chooses a different contractor than chooses us. Right. Or, I mean, maybe we do want to know, but at the end of the day, it's, we want to be appreciated and, and be hired because of who we are and the work that we do. And this whole like popularity contest thing, like I think, I think we as women, um, I think we take that a little too much to heart. I think, I think and, there, and then we can talk about men. Oh man, I think if women stop thinking that men think like us, there will be less divorces because mm-hmm. they don't. Some guy, ladies, most of the time, we're not gonna really get from them what we really think we should get, right? And maybe we do, but it, they don't think like women do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why women need to be able to lean on one another. Um, it's important, you right. know, it's important. Right, oh my goodness, I love it. I don't even know where that went. But. No, I, I love it, I love it. That's the whole point. Like, that's why I don't give questions out because I don't have questions. I just have things <laughs> that like literally float in my head. And I just said, Christine, Christine, I think- you yeah. need to know. You need to know about Jamie, though. Jamie has a very hard time hiding her thoughts out of her face. Oh, so yeah. you, yeah. So if you get this like weird look, like sometimes I'm like, Jamie, just get <laughs> off. Like, just get off the Zoom. You know. But um, yeah. No. Yeah. Like my face. Talk. <laughs> like your face is talking right now. Your face it's is written talking. all over my face right. most of the time. You know. And a lot of times it's really not, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm thinking about what the other person is saying and the thoughts are Yay. going in my head. And then all of a sudden it like comes across my face. Yes. Yes. I can't help it. I've given up. It's just, I can't change it. It is what it is. Hey, don't change it. I mean, there's, there's so many different things of body language that we need. And I feel like if someone is engaging and you can see it in their face, no matter what their face is doing, (laughs) it it still causes you to be like, so what do you think about that? No matter what, if they're like, oh, it's like, oh, you think that's disgusting? Tell me why. Like, like, (laughs) it makes people want to. Yeah. And that's me. I'm a very big, I like to listen. Like, so I I listen, like when someone is talking or multiple people are talking, I can listen to like two conversations. I'm like, oh. I totally hear what you're saying, but I'm also listening to this conversation going on over here. I mean, I think God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason, right? And so like, I'm constantly like listening to what's going on just so that it's important to me to like, especially when we're on like job sites or something like that, that I can remember stuff about what these people are saying, whether because people just ramble on, right? Sometimes about what's going on in their life or, you know, their dog, their mom, their whatever. But if I can come back to them and be like, um, do we have to click this? Okay. Um, if I can go back and, and say something six months later, they'll go, oh my God, I can't believe you remembered that. So yeah. I try and process and listen to as much stuff as possible. So yeah. Yeah. And- and then that's when the face stuff comes on because I'm listening so much (laughs) it's like I'm registering it and then sometimes I'm just looking at you like what are you talking about (laughs) that's the face I was referencing to 
Well, I want to change gears a little bit. Let's start talking about your businesses. Um, so I did not know that y'all had Casablanca Roofing um, because I've only listened to the podcast. So tell me, how did the how did the roofing company start? And like, what was the environment it started in? Uh, so it started almost five and a half years ago. I worked for another company back, what's it now, 2010. I started with them. And basically they taught me a whole heck of a lot. And as I went through the years and whatever, I still love these guys dearly. I still, we still talk to each other and everything like that. But I started thinking, why am I kind of selling myself short when I was kind of like doing a whole job from A to Z? It wasn't making any sense that I was only making 40% of what was the profit when I could go on and create my own, my own thing, you know? And it wasn't necessarily about the profit, to be honest with you. It was more just having my own thing. It was for me, you know, I, I don't know how long these guys were going to stay in business. They were a small company, just like Randy and I are. Um, the gentleman is an older guy. Um, I'm sure he probably would have left me his company if I stayed on, but yeah. I wanted to go on and build my own thing. I wanted to figure it out. It's like what it would be like to be a woman in the roofing industry. It hasn't been easy. Um, every day is, is a challenge, but it's a fun one because when you get the victories and you get the happy customers, then it's really, really cool. Um, so back last year, um, so I did it by myself for whatever, four and some change. And then back last year, and when I say myself, I mean, I don't install it. I have crews, they've been with me from day one. They do the labor part and everything. And I love them dearly, dearly, dearly. Um, and then last year, it's kind of like when stuff happened for Brandy. Yeah. And so I'll let Brandy tell that part, but she, um, she had some things happen and then, yeah. So um, COVID comes along and then I all of a sudden have a remote learner and I also was laid off at the end of January from a job that I, I got to do sales, which has kind of been my forte forever. If I was in corporate work, I was doing some sort of sales. I traveled a lot and I loved it. Um, I had a very good blend of life going on and then I was laid off with about 50 other people and then I, okay, then I said, fine, you know, and now I have a remote learner, so it's good I'm here. Uh, the podcast is, we actually started the podcast during COVID um, and then the roofing company was something like Jamie said, it's been around for a while and when we, this is not the first time Jamie and I have been in business together. So years ago, when Jamie and I first became friends, we were doing a little bit of network marketing together. Um, we, we did great. Like we worked well together. We built a team using Facebook together. We learned how to market ourselves together. So this was something that Jamie and I kind of have developed in our friendship and our relationship because it actually started off business. Jamie and I have just have like 200 mutual friends on Facebook. We were kind of shocked we had never met each other before kind of getting involved in business. So it sort of started as business created by then friendship. And now we've evolved in having and having both in our lives, which is great. So when I was laid off and I'm at home, you know, we were who I don't sipping martinis during the day because that's yeah. what people were doing yeah. when COVID started right now. We're all at home. We're all going to, we're going to be sipping alcohol all every day. Oh, now I got a kid. I, I got a kid at home now. Now, what are we going to do? We're just going to have some alcohol. So we would drink and talk and vent and figure this shit out. And she said, why don't we just come together and, you know, join as the marketing officer of Casablanca. You do this. I will do this. And we kind of said, we just said, okay. And really, honestly, from that point on, we focused on getting Zoom meetings together with people because this has been the way of the world lately, right? Zoom networking meetings, Zoom introductions, people not really meeting in person. It's starting to die off a little bit. People are now going a little bit in person, but 
it has just been kind of the way. And so we got really, really involved in um, different groups and we decided, hey, we're just gonna make the best of this. And honestly, it's been great. We're now featured in a magazine for our roofing company. It's called um, 360 West and seven, what is the zip code? 76092. 76092 mm -hmm. magazine. So we're, we're already um, featured in that for this month. Um, we have a few more issues coming out this year. So we really, really focused on our marketing efforts, um, really just trying to put our name out there, put ourselves out there. And then I was laying in bed one night and I said, okay, I've got to have like some other sort of release. And I, I had thought about doing a podcast for a really, really long time. I love public speaking. It's actually my biggest fear. So for those out there, public speaking is that. I know that that, and that is hilarious to some people because they're like, that's bullshit. It's actually the truth. My fear, my biggest fear is public speaking, but I do it and I've always done it and to talk to audiences, whether it's in business, my podcast, because it gets me over my fear and it gets me to where I need to be. So you've got to break through your fears and get to the end of the tunnel where you need to be. Yes. So, yes, yes, yes. So I said, I'm laying there one night and I called Jamie the next day and I said, okay, we're going to do a pod. Do you want to be my partner in a podcast? She's like, okay, what do I have to do? And I'm like, <laughs> you just have to talk. We just have, we're just going to drink wine. And then Texas wine came about like, how can we engage others that aren't into true crime? What are our other passions and obsessions? Well, we like to have wine. Mm -hmm. And so we live Texas is actually the fourth largest state in wine production. We have over 400 wineries and vineyards in Texas. And it's a huge market and it's a huge business that people really know nothing about. So um, that's why we decided to do Texas Wine and True Crime. Um, so yeah, that's how- I love it. I love it. Cause this whole season is about women that have been able to change their lives, have been able to pivot, have been able to do those transitions with COVID being- Pivot? Did you say, did you say pivot? Did you say pivot? <laughs> <laughs> wine glass wine glass makes sense <laughs> these are our friends from the show friends i bought these, yeah, I bought these for jamie for day. christmas <laughs> oh those are so cute yeah yeah so i i really like to hear that like okay whole entire series of friends all over again during uh during, during COVID. covid yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it just makes it, it makes it super easy. Hold on a second, my Siri is talking. Oh my God, she's trying to tell me about COVID. Um, but anyways, yeah. let's move on. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so we don't need to know anymore. <laughs> what are some insecurities that y'all have around the podcast? Mm, good question. Do you want me to answer that first? I'll go first this time. Okay. Uh, my insecurity when I first started... Um, so haters is something that Jamie and I have talked about because they are just there and we know they're out there and we know there are people who don't want to see you succeed. I talk a lot about this topic mm -hmm. and I always say, be weary of people who don't clap for you. Mm -hmm. Um, be real weary, especially if they're like your actual relatives, right? <laughs> And I always say, don't expect your family and if you're starting a business or if you're trying to come and do something new, the people you think are going to support you the most are probably going to support you the least. Mm -hmm. And that is okay. And I, and I actually would rather have strangers support me than anyone I know. I know that sounds weird, but I always say, use your warm market because they're your warm market, right? People you know and engage with. Use them to where you are able to... Um, to ask them for maybe one specific thing that they can do to help you along, right? But I always tell people, if you when you start something like our podcast, get out of the idea that you need to be supported by everyone you know. I want you to focus on being supported by strangers because that to me is really what is going to open up your business and your market. So I'll say that I'll say haters. Haters was really going, people just um, giving bad reviews to do a bad review and only because of just hating on us. Right. That was kind of my biggest fear. 
How about you, Jamie? What was the question? <laughs> <I can't laughs> what, uh, what was one of your biggest insecurities? Oh, it's my voice. I hate my voice. Oh, like I know really? that sounds so like she does superficial, but I hate the way I sound on recordings. Like yeah, she it, won't listen like, to it. Mm, she won't listen it. back. I listen back and do and listen to it before we we release it. Here's what, here's what a lot of people don't know about us though. We actually record and release the same day. Oh, wow. So, so we literally sit at a cafe table, talk about Texas wine and true crime. And then my husband does a little bit of editing stuff. He's in the room with us recording the whole time. And then we're done. We're kind of done with our day. So that kind of freaks us out a little bit. Like, are we, do we feel like we're so good that we only need to record the same day we release? Like that scares us no, a little. It's, it's like it's more like screw it. Record, I let it go. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Like just whatever happens, happens. Yeah, but no, I hate my picture being taken, and I hate the sound of my voice. So it's pretty much I. It's just I don't know. It's a weird. Maybe, thing. That's like everything of you is your voice, and your face. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like any. She doesn't like any of that until. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why she always says, Brandy, you love the sound of your voice. You love listening to yourself and you like looking at yourself. So thank God for that. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, it's like, that's a good thing. Like I just don't, I, I, mm -mm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm like, I'm like, that's your whole identity is your face and your voice. And you're like, yeah, I hate both of them. <laughs> oh, okay. That's how you have a beautiful mind, right? You're like, yeah. just listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, what would you tell someone? If I started my business, know this before. Like, what would be your like one thing? Like, I wish I knew this. If I write a book, this would be chapter one. Um, it ain't easy. <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, it's not. It's just not, it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long struggle. Like you've got to put in the work, right? You got to every day, keep going, keep going, keep going. And of course, definitely do something that you love. There's no point in doing something that you don't love or even remotely like. I mean, there's plenty of people that are stuck in jobs, which is sad, but they don't have a choice because they've got to bring them the, the paychecks, right? I mean, they, they got to keep going, but they can even start something small on the side and just know that it may take five years to get where you want to be but you won't be stuck in that job that you hate so definitely just put in the work it's not easy just keep keep going keep going yeah brandy do you think that because social media makes everything look so attainable so easy to get she said hey like you got to keep on working there's other things you can do it might take you five years do you think that's why people don't start because they see so many people doing well or the visual of it being well but yet they have no idea what the background of it is so i think a few few things about that i think people actually um fear of what other people think I think that's why people give up so easily on themselves. I, I always say that the, the biggest killer of dreams is actually you caring about what someone else thinks about you. Yeah. Because that you just, you're just stopping yourself. You're just inhibiting. Right. It doesn't hurt anyone but you. Right. right. Um, so I think that social media has an interesting way of, um, of showing that life is great and grand and that it's easy. But here's the thing. If you're just starting something tomorrow, you talk to people like you're making a million dollars. We get on our podcast thinking that I'm talking to a million people because that is the way that you have to position yourself every single stinking day. I'm going to throw yeah. someone out here, Ray, Ray Higdon, who is a big speaker for network marketers, but he will tell you when he was selling his recordings and selling his Zooms and selling his, I mean, just his product and just people listening to him, he was actually broke as hell. He had actually just foreclosed on his house and, but he had a mission and he knew that people needed what he had to say and wanted to hear what he had to say. And he knew his value. He knew his place. And I, and, and now he's uber successful, millions of dollars. Yeah. And, but he will tell that story. And it really is how you think about yourself. That's why I am my little daughter's board. Number one is love yourself. 
-hmm. Because if you don't, you can't give that to anyone else. Your business, your relationship, your, you can't, it's impossible. You've got to say, wake up and look in the mirror and say, I'm a badass. Today's going to be badass. And, and I'm going to take on the world. And I don't care if you're shot down or nobody likes your shit on Facebook or nobody's participating. You keep going and you keep doing the same things you're doing because people are watching. Yeah. People are always watching you. So just keep going, you know? It's, yeah. Because I don't compare your comparison. That's what I was to say. Comparison is terrible. Like you can't compare yourself. We, we don't sit there and compare ourselves to other podcasts or other you know what we do we reach out to them and say hey we want you on our show like we don't there is no like you're better than me hey you know what if somebody else is more successful with you for you you know more successful than you you should be partnering with them you should be following them you should be listening and seeing what they're doing because that's where you want to be so instead of getting this like jealousy or saying oh I'm just not as good or it's not going to be listen there's enough to go around And you have to make yourself different and you have to make, and you have to give people value. I would say with social media, providing value through your business is something that people are going to relate to and really trust what you have to say when it comes to that. Right. Right. Thank you for that. Um, My husband has always told me we lived off a 380 and Aubrey Mm -hmm. and an eighth of a mile there's like seven gas stations, but yet they're all busy. They all sell the same shit. They all do the same shit. Like there's no really any difference other than the name that's out there of where you're going to get it. And he's like, they're all busy and they're all selling the same thing. So what makes you feel less Mm -hmm. or like you're not good enough when there's five other people that are doing the same thing? You go to a certain gas station for a certain reason. Oh, I like this one because it's on the right side of the road and it's easy to come out. This one might have cleaner bathrooms. This one might have that Slurpee that you love. You know, like doesn't discount any of the other ones, but we listen, we go, we follow no matter how many others are out there. And I love that you said like, stop comparing yourself. Like you got to, this is me. Oh, it will be devastating to your business. If you don't close your own doors because of comparison, Somebody else is going to be networking and asking the right questions and getting your clients. So you can either feel sorry for yourself that they're doing better, or you can actually get out there and do something about it. Yeah. So we really don't have a choice when it comes to business. I think it, it, it can, we can, especially now that we're at home, right? We're more confided to our homes because of what's going on. You can roam the internet all day and look at all these successful people, but what are they doing? They're posting, they're talking about themselves. Like they're, they're, they're doers, they're doers. You've got to be a doer and not just be a visualizer and, and sit on the sidelines and go, Oh, poor me. You know, I'm not, that's not what my business looks like right now. Well, it's always never, it's never going to change with that attitude really. So it's all about, it's all about starting with ourselves. Yeah. I mean, Casablanca wouldn't have made it a month if we'd had that attitude. There's just no way. We're in a full industry of men. If I yeah. started this and gone, there's no way I'm ever going to make this. I'm a chick. How am I going to compete, compete with all these guys? You know, it's like, there's no way it would have ever yeah. gone as long as it's gone. So, I mean, yeah, you definitely can't. If I, yeah, if I compared myself and then when Brady and I joined together and then we compared ourselves to all the other... And we're tiny compared to some of these other companies out there. We know they're making millions. We're not making millions. Do we want to make millions? Sure. But at the end of the day, we really want to give a good product, build ourselves a good name, give ourselves a good life. I mean, Brady and I have talked about that before. Like, we don't have to walk away at the end of the year with 500 grand or a million. As long as we can do what we love and and take home enough to support ourselves or our family or have you know, whatever it is, but, but do it and, and enjoy what we do, then that's great. But I mean, I'm never going to be able to compare myself to some of the biggest, you know, companies out there. There's just no way I could, I would have shot myself in the foot from day one. And I think setting expectations is huge. I think that people don't write a business plan. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I have two degrees in business. So when I talk business and think business, it's business. And so there's a lot of preparation that comes into yourself and your expectations and what your timeline looks like and how you should be viewing your business every three months, you know, every quarter, 
you know, looking at half the year, where do you expect to be? I mean, these are something that Jamie and I, we talk, we talk out loud about, right? This is where we want to be in six months. Here's what, here's what our business looks like from now until September. You know, here's how many downloads or listeners we want to have by the end, by our first end of the year. So if you don't have attainable goals, I think, I feel like people throw out these goals and they don't ever like lay out how they're going to do them. They just say them and hope they do them. But this should actually take some like thought and, and energy and effort into building something. So it's a daily thing, like Jamie said. It is a daily thing to go back to your business and say, okay, what are we doing today? What do we got this week? How can we make next week even better? So you got always, you always got to get better. And I feel like when you focus on that, you don't have time to focus on everyone else. Right. right? If you start focusing inside and like figuring out where things need to be in a certain amount of time, it really just helps you kind of stay grounded, stay in your business and really not worry about what other people are doing out there. Yeah. Um, Brandy, with your, with you being a business, you have two business degrees. Let me say that correctly. Um, do you believe in the coaching? Are you, do you have a coach? Do you believe that it's actually a thing? Um, because they blew up and they blew up fast. Everybody is now a coach, a life coach, a business coach, yeah. a mommy coach, a nursing coach, a pushing coach. Like sure. there's a coach for everything. Are you on that wave? Do you believe in that, that, that movement that's happening? Well, I do. I think everyone, I think coaching is important. I had, you know, I played softball for 15 years of my life and I had a coach who coached me in softball. And I, you know, I have mentors through, through college, through graduate school when I was trying, you know, my, my degree is actually in businesses for cities, right? So my focus was on how to bring businesses to cities, but it, I transformed, you know, kind of transformed back into the public sector rather than the private sector. But Coaching is huge. Absolutely. That's why I said, if there's someone more successful than you, you should be following them. If they're in the same industry as you, you should be following them. You should find, be finding out where they're hanging out, you know, who, what they're talking about. Get ideas from people. I mean, are you kidding? We, I, there are websites that basically take recipes from like gluten-free and like all these, I mean, the information is endless. These people start websites and offer, yeah, here are some recipes, um, sign up for my newsletter. Here, I'll give you a gluten-free recipe every day. Those people aren't, I mean, yeah, some of them make up their own recipes, but my God, I mean, there's so many ways to market yourself. And, but with coaching, I think it's necessary. Now I will say you need to check the credentials. If you're hiring a coach and what those credentials are, because not everyone is, um, should be teaching life skills. <laughs> not everyone should be teaching mommy skills. Not right. everyone should be teaching business skills. Um, so I, I you know, it, it, you should definitely be fact checking the people that you're actually paying. I had, and the reason I say this is because I had a girl come to me and tell me, yeah, my life coach told me I should start a podcast right? Because I can start making lots of money off my podcast. And I'm like, well, here you go, honey. I'm not your life coach. And I don't know how much you paid him for him to tell you that, but here's someone who started a podcast. You don't do this for money. Like if you play, unless you're Joe Rogan Uh, or or maybe like one or other two out there. Yeah. You don't start a podcast though, to make money. It may come along and it might fall in your lap but it's not why you start a podcast. And then she actually never responded to me after that because she didn't like hearing <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so, You just so, crushed her dreams. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be a dream crusher, but the fact is, is somebody quit, needs to quit lying to this girl. Like quit lying. She's yeah. a stay-at-home mom paying this guy who knows yeah. no much. And then he's going to tell her, oh, you're... Your next dream job is a podcast. What? Yeah. Like, what? It's what are you even passionate about talking about? How do you even know a podcast is something you're good at? Like, so bad, bad advice is given constantly, right? Never take yeah. advice from someone who has less money than you. <laughs> Different situations. Like, I feel I'm very hesitant about advice taking. Yeah. So you need just, just fact check you're before you start paying someone to coach you and well and that's the thing too like when people they call themselves a coach like did they just give them themselves that name I mean like I could be like I don't know I could come up with something I'm sure (laughs) you know 
I, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, people go, oh, well, they're a coach. That, that must mean they know what they're doing. Like, so no, 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 they just give themselves a title. And now everyone thinks, like you said, if there's coach with it, then, it, you know, that they are legit. And it's like, just, just fact check it. I mean, yeah. there are people out there that, but like I said, there's a lot of shit out there that's free too, though. Like if you mm -hmm. use social media as your main marketing tool, follow people on social media that are more successful than you. They're in the same industry or, or where you want to be or someone you admire, follow them, watch what they do and, and duplicate. Like duplication is really yeah. the, the name of the game. I mean, if you can really find but your that's niche. That's a form of flattery, right? When someone copies people, you. <laughs> yeah, and pull some ideas from people that are might be a little smarter, a little successful, you know, more than, than you, then that's okay. And co oh, being coachable is even more important than finding a coach. Mm -hmm. You've got to have the ability to change your vision when it needs to be changed and to be able to say, okay, give me feedback. I always tell people, oh, I listen to you. Great. What feedback do you have for me? They're like, what? Well, nothing. Like what, what, why do you need feedback? Because I want to get better at my craft. Okay. I want people to tell me maybe something I need to work on. Be coachable. So important. Yeah. So important. I love that. Jamie, are you ready for your spitfire questions? <gasps> oh God. I am. <laughs> right. I'm ready to hear Jamie's. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Green. Oh. Favorite book? I don't read. Are you a spender or a saver? Saver. Democrat or Republican? Oh. Rot row. <laughs> I don't get to vote. I'm not an American citizen. So yeah, there you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just wiggle on I have a green, one. I have a green card. I got a British passport. So <laughs> Ooh, I dodged that one. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a good girl or a bad girl? Mm, good. <laughs> What's your natural hair color? Pretty much this, maybe a little lighter. Brown, light brown, yeah. Who's your role model? My mom. Okay, salsa being a given. Guac or queso? Ooh. Already queso. get salsa. Queso, yeah, girl. Um, if you got a million dollars today, what are the top three things that you would do with it? I'd buy a house. Not a big house, but I'd buy my own house, have that paid off. I'd pay my parents' house off. I'd go on a really badass vacation. I would give some to like an animal charity, like shelter or something. And then I would buy land. Ooh. What's your love language? <laughs> what's what's your, that? What's your love language? Oh my gosh. Um that's tough for me probably and I don't know them all by heart but like what's the one where like um is it not, do you want giver, people buying like when they do things for you oh acts yeah. of service acts yeah. of service yeah yeah um plastic surgery do you have any would you get any are you about that life injectables count I have not had any um would I do it? Possibly. Have I thought about it recently? Yes. I would like to get some lipo maybe <laughs> get the easy way out of this, get yeah. the easy way out of this COVID wine weight that I've gained. <laughs> Just suck it out so I can start over. <laughs> what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh gosh. That's a tough one because I have a lot. Um, <laughs> they don't. They don't know that we know. That they know. <laughs> we know the wine glass. Yeah, um, I know your biggest pet peeve. Girl, that's tough. I'm, 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 I'm pet peeve. People not doing lack, this. Like, lack of consideration for others. Like when people don't take in consideration of other people's like feelings or time or their so self-absorbed. Yeah, yeah. All right. What's next for your business? Ooh, hopefully a lot of roofs this year. Let's bring it on. Let's go. We're ready. I'm tired. I like the cold, but I'm ready to get back to work. So next will be maybe hiring some additional salespeople. 
All right. I love that. Is there anything that you want to say to the listener that we haven't covered yet? Oh my gosh. Um, just keep doing what y'all love to do. You know, if like we've talked about pretty much this whole podcast is find what you like to do, even if you can only do it a couple hours a week, do it and then try to increase it as much as you can. So whether it be yoga or whatever it is that you want to do, you know, whether it's work related or not work related, just, you know, keep, keep going. Brandy, are you ready for your Spitfire questions? All right, I guess so. I'm out of wine. <laughs> I wasn't gonna leave. I wasn't gonna leave the camera view to go. See, get you have to be a saver. You have to be a saver. I am definitely not a saver. <laughs> everything Jamie, everything Jamie said, I'm like opposite of all this. <laughs> I, so I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Let's go. What's your favorite color? Purple. Favorite book. I'm going to say To Kill a Mockingbird because I've read it about eight times, but um, I like, I like a lot of books. I'm going to go To Kill a Mockingbird just because I've read it the most. Spender or a saver? Definitely a spender. Democrat or Republican? I am like a little bit of Republican, a little bit of Democrat, a little bit of independent, a little bit of liberal. I, I kind <laughs> of, I have beliefs in all kinds of sec- sections yeah, of my you, life. You cannot be put in one category. Nope. Nope. Good girl or a bad girl? Definitely a bad girl. Natural hair color. Uh, brown. A little lighter than this. Your role model. That's a hard question for me because I have a lot of people. Um, so I'm going to say my grandma. Salsa. Given you already get salsa, guac or queso? Uh, definitely queso. If you got a million dollars today, what would be the top three things that you would do with it? So I would give it to my favorite charity. I would spend, I would redo my whole house and buy a hotel that I could all fit my dogs in. um, (laughs) So I can do it all at one time rather than piecemealing it like I'm doing right now. And um, I would go on a nice vacation somewhere where there's not a lot of people because we're in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) What is your love language? Oh, I am definitely one who likes to receive shit from people. So, yeah. Gifts, um, gifts, gifts. yeah. I'm a, I don't even know what, what you call it, but when you buy nice gifts. Yeah, yeah gifts. That's, yeah. that's me. <laughs> Plastic surgery. Have you gotten any? Have you thought about getting yeah. any? Would yeah. you get some? Do you have Botox? Tell me everything. No, no. I have no Botox. I would like some Botox. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about like doing a lift. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm maybe too young for that. Um, no, I don't have anything. Just yeah. as I am what this is you. This is what you get. It's what you get. <laughs> what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, mean people. Just people that are just mean for no apparent reason at all. Ugh. Yeah, Gross. definitely. What is next for you and your business? Um, lots of success. Um, we, uh, gosh, I don't know. We are about to talk about lots of wine that we're receiving from people and cool other podcasts that are, are going to talk about wine with us. Um, Casablanca, we are ready for a big year. Like I said, we just got into a magazine in an area that we don't do normally a lot of business in. And so we're hoping to get a lot of business from there. Um, so just busy, busy. Being a little busy bee in my business. That's what I, that's what I plan on being this year. Is there something that you would like to tell the listener that we have not covered yet? That we have not covered yet. Um, so just go for it. I think, I think that's my biggest, I think that's my biggest thing is just don't think about it. If you think about it and you think about doing it, just fucking do it. Because if you don't, someone else is going to do it and they're going to, to take whatever energy and whatever you were going to be able to give, it's no longer available to you. So you've got to ask for what you want. So asking for what you want and just going for it. I 
want to thank Jamie and Brandy for coming on today and giving us so much good information. I really enjoy talking with them for multiple reasons. One, I listen to their podcast. You guys know I love true crime anything. So I was so happy that they said yes to me and were willing to collaborate and give great information to all of us. I really wanted to point out the whole situation with working together. How do you prioritize that relationship when you have a friend that you're working with? Which one comes first? Which one is more important, your business relationship or your personal relationship? And I love how Jamie said, we really don't have that issue because we already gelled together. And it makes me want to pull out this little idea. (laughs) I guess it would be an idea of being self-aware and mature to be able to have this type of relationship. Rarely, even husbands and wives working together with their significant other are able to distinguish that line. You have to be self-aware. You have to know your working relationship along with your personal relationship. And as they stated, we know who's weak in what area and who's strong in this area and we play to our strengths. I know that she can handle this. I know what she can do and I know what I can do. They also have employees. They're also women in a men's world of roofing. They know what they're capable of and they're hitting their goals all the time as in a awesome team. Also, I don't even want to put female team because they're still killing it if they were a man or a woman. Their relationship just works out so well. I want to talk about how Brandy said that she has a fear of public speaking, but I don't see it at all. I mean, she's hiding it good. Like... (laughs) She is so articulate on her thoughts and how she feels and what she's doing and how she's doing it. Speaking wise, she gets it. But she also says, if you have a fear, keep on going. Conquer that fear. Throw yourself into it. Do you have a fear of doing your taxes? (laughs) your business? Do you have a fear of public speaking? Do you have a fear that someone's not going to want that new product? One of the ongoing things we have heard almost every episode is that you gotta just start. You gotta do it. Be better at it. You can do this. I want to thank Jamie and Brandy for coming on and being my first episode to interview two people at the same time. Um, Zoom is awesome. (laughs) So if you want to be able to see the live footage of this, please go to my YouTube channel, Christine Barr and Barr is spelled B-A-H-E, or you can go to our, uh, sorry, I literally just forgot what I was saying. Oh, our website. (laughs) Our website is christinebar.com. Again, bar is spelled B-A-H-E. And if you would like to interact with Jamie and Brandy and tell them what a great job that they're doing, please go to our Facebook group, You Gotta Meet Her Podcast, and interact with them along with all of our guests and some amazing women. I'm Christine Barr, and I will check you on the next one. Bye.